Well, um, welcome again to the first official episode of the Good Evening Podcast. Uh, we did it a little bit later because we thought it would be nice to um, just settle in and talk rather than earlier in the day. We know a lot of people are less busy around now. Uh, I guess I'll... Driving yeah. home from work, you know. Yeah. Maybe want to listen to a bunch of losers talk about stuff that they don't care about. Or maybe that they do. Yeah, maybe. Um, guess I'll introduce myself. My name is Landon. Um, I like to talk a lot about everything. And uh, yeah, that's about it for me. <laughs> it's not much to do. Uh, I'm Jamin. I'm the opposite. I don't talk a lot, but we're going to talk about stuff. Random stuff. Whatever we want. Yeah, pretty much. But um, a topic at hand, I think. Not, not that's on a lot of people's minds, but... We know that Nintendo had recently, uh, maybe, how long has it been? A month? Maybe three three weeks? Almost a month that uh, yeah. they released the expansion to the um, Nintendo Online services. That Not a whole lot of people were necessarily happy about the price. Um, but they have now added Paper Mario, which is coming, or it's coming to the Switch Online. It hasn't been added yet. Um, but... Don't call me crazy. Paper Mario is probably one of my favorite Nintendo 64 games. Um, so it's it's kind of tempting to buy it. Yeah, just... I know I shouldn't. Bro, you think it's tempting? You're going to pay 25 US dollars for Paper Mario. I would. That's how much I like Paper Mario. The whole series in itself. But- but it's a badly emulated version. We don't know that yet. It probably is, but <laughs> I mean, look at the look at the other games that they've added. Yeah, they're kind of rough. But, who, but you know, I'm not I'm not trying to defend Nintendo in any kind of way because I'm not a Nintendo fanboy or anything. But I I don't know. It's just when they release certain games, it's just tempting. I guess, but I. I Okay, well, okay, well then, what's a what's an N sixty four game that even if it I, I won't say emulated badly, but what if one N sixty four game came onto the Nintendo Online service that would make you buy it? What would it be? Um, it's something I always wanted. I'm not sure if it's on there or not. Let me check real quick. It is. It did come to um, Switch Online, but the Star Fox 64, because I always wanted to play Star Fox, but never got around to it. Wait, really? You've never played Star Fox? No, I haven't. Did you ever, um, did you ever play Star Fox Zero? I know it's not Star Fox, but... Hold up, let me check real quick. Because that's on the Wii U, and I know you were, you know, you're someone who had one of those. I never owned one, and never want to own one. There was one on the... It was the GameCube. I did play Star Fox Adventures years ago. Or much about it. But not yeah. A good, not a very good game, but you know, it had its niche somewhere. I mean, that's probably why I don't remember anything about it. It was a wannabe kind of Legend of Zelda game. But that's that Yeah, I mean, it wasn't very good. I played it. I didn't enjoy my time playing it. But I played all the way through. 
I am one of those people who will play a game pretty much to the end, even if I hate it. Well, I feel like not as much anymore. Definitely in the past I would do that, but maybe not as much because I don't have as much time to do that anymore, but um, sometimes I still will, which then, you know, I, it, it was a, it was an okay game. I would not play it again, and I would not recommend it to anyone to play uh, unless you really like Star Fox and you really like Zelda. Really, the only reason to play it. I, I guess that makes sense. Um, you said so. You're a 100 percent type of person when you play a game. Absolutely. Okay, so why didn't you 100 percent the Avengers? Um. <laughs> Because that game is hard to play, man. I Again, okay, okay. It's coming to that thing again where it was a game. It's at that time where I play a game and try it, and I could not finish it. One, I'm sorry. I don't like... One, I don't like microtransactions, which that game was full of. And I'm not one to hate games where you have to, like, grind for items or, like, uh, I'm trying to think of an example that's that uh, most mobile apps are like this where you'll like let's say you get like gauntlets or something and then a couple levels later you get the exact same gauntlets but they're like a different version almost and you just like swap them out but they still yeah. can be upgraded and the old ones could be that's what Marvel Avengers feels like I feel like I'm playing a game where I'm constantly upgrading my items and I'm never at a I can't focus on one item because I'm always upgrading the old one and then a new one comes and I'm upgrading that one. And I don't hate that, but the grind that they make you go through for it is retarded. I mean, I if I'm not mistaken, it is considered uh like not really a looter shooter, but like um a looter shooter, but like a, a looter shooter, but like a brawl version, like a brawler type game. And you see, kind of that stupid. would be fun. That would be fun if the combat was fun. It's very repetitive. Like, I played but, two seconds of that game. Not to get, like, too off-topic. Um, that, that, from, you know, what, from Nintendo Online, we can, we can talk, this one talk about um, oh, yeah. Avengers in a minute, too, here, but um, just the, I guess I see the potential of them adding more N64 games that people will actually care about. I'll be honest, most of the lineup they added originally I don't care about. I've either played those games already yeah. or didn't know, don't know what they are. And, and make, okay. that just makes make, me happy that Paper Mario is coming. So it makes me believe that we'll get other games that I actually want or that people want to be on the Switch. Let me check their lineup real quick. And I mean, it doesn't mean that they're going to look good, but I would hope in time it will start to look better and not be so glitchy. But it still is an emulator at the end of the day. However, we've seen people emulate things and they still look better than that. So I don't really know what they're doing. Either they're being lazy or maybe they just have their team divided and the team that they have doing, it's just not doing a great job. I don't know really what they're doing over there. I couldn't tell you. Um, Yeah, it's pretty whack. Like, I was excited when when I was watching the direct. I was hyped when they said Sega Genesis. I was like, "Let's freaking go!" Because I love me some Sega Genesis, especially my favorite game on the Sega Genesis was Outrun. 
one of the best racing games I've ever played, but nobody talks about it. So let me read this lineup to you. Castlevania. I do enjoy Castlevania. That is a big that is a big name. Contra is another good one. Um Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. Nico the Dolphin. Golden Axe. Gunstar. Musha. Strider. Ooh, Streets of Rage. I forgot about that. Um, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, that's solid. Shinobi 3, Shining Force, Rice Star, which looks like a freaking kids game, and then Fantasy okay. Star. <laughs> <laughs> um Okay, okay. Here my here. <coughs> Just that comment on the last one. Here are my thoughts on <laughs> on this the Genesis lineup. Alright, so um Castlevania. I've never played any of them. Don't really care about them that much. I hear people a lot of people like them. Contra and never fun. played it before. Don't really want to. People, you know, I probably not a popular opinion. Never played them. Doctor Box Me Beam Machine. Bad. I've played it once. It's. I feel like I've kind of grown out of puzzle games. I don't play them as much anymore. Um, I no feel like the only puzzle games I play now are like. Tetris. That's about it. Because that's the only one you should. I'm looking at Mean Bean Machine right now, and it looks like a straight-up Sonic version of Tetris. The same thing Dr. It's, Mario it's like, was. It's like, um, like Poyo Poyo Tetris. It's Poyo Poyo. That's really what it is. Pretty much. Which, pretty and much. I mean, if, if you're going to play it, I'd do like the Poyo Poyo Tetris game that came out on the Switch, and then just kind of leave it there. I don't really... Exactly! You know? Um... Out of all that list of the things that you said, the only mm, probably three games that I would play would be Echo the Dolphin, Strider, and Ristar. I like Ristar. Is it, I know it looks like a kids game. It really isn't. It's actually pretty fun. Um, you have uh-huh. like really long arms, and you like get on. It's it's it's, it's like a Sonic game almost. It's it very reminds it reminds me of Sonic. A lot of people are going for that style. I feel um, back then, but um, that's. I don't think it's a strong lineup, but I don't think it's a weak lineup. Uh, I also will be honest. I kind of forgot that that was even included. Everyone did. I no. I mean, like the Sega Genesis pack. Period. I really forgot that was a part of the expansion pack. Yeah, I think honestly, um, let's see. They added the they added the um Sega Genesis expansion pack and they add anything else like besides N64. Uh, um no, other than okay, they added the Animal Crossing DLC, which uh I'm sorry, no nobody cares about, bro. Animal Crossing died at like the beginning of 2021. Nobody is playing Animal Crossing anymore, bro. I mean, and I okay, I'm not a Animal Crosser hater, but I'm also not a lover. I think it's a good series that definitely has its um, it has its demographic, and I and I reckon respect that. Um, I've played, I think I played the GameCube one, and that was about it. And I did enjoy it. Um, it's not a, I, it's just, it's not a game I feel like I could get into for a long time. Yeah, like I'm, I'm with you on that. Like I've I've played Animal Crossing sparsely throughout my life, and it's pretty fun, I will admit. But at the same time, 
I can just emulate it, just play it randomly. Like I'm not, I'm not buying the expansion pack so I can get DLC for a dead game. <laughs> like okay. no. So no. Speak. Speak. Okay. Speaking of the DLC, here's the other thing. I don't want DLC in my internet expansion. Let me just pay for it if I want it. Not don't don't put that as don't put that as part of the DLC or no excuse me part of the online service because that I feel like that made the price go up and it may have not but I feel like that made the price go up. So I'm basically paying for something I'm never going to use because I don't own the game. And I feel like that was a mistake on Nintendo's part. And like <laughs> you guys are kind of messing up right there. Like I mean, I'm I'm sure there are a lot of people who play Animal Crossing. There are a lot of people who don't. So they're basically buying this and they're not even going to use what a third of what's part of the content of part of the expansion. I'm like, mm, kind of messed up there. Yeah. Kinda right. The Sega Genesis and the 64 even then I feel like out of all of those N64 emulators probably going to be used more than the Genesis one. Oh no, that's just that that's a given, bro. Like let's be real. There are a lot of people that like Genesis. But there's a reason that the N64 was added, dude. Nintendo knows that there are people out there that are <clears throat> how do I put this nicely? Um not very well educated on like basic roaming. Like honestly, Nintendo knows that most of their demographic does not know how to set up an N64 emulator on their computer or phone. So they know that they can add this and get a bunch of people to pay for it because they don't know how to do it themselves for free. Or That's just my opinion on it. Or they do know, and they're just Nintendo simps, so they're going to buy it. <laughs> buy it anyways. <laughs> so, I mean, I, okay, okay, but here's the thing, too. I feel like to a certain degree in certain series, I am a Nintendo sip because even though I know you can emulate Paper Mario when the Wii was out, I still bought it on the eShop, even though I knew or I'm sorry, the Wii, what was it called? The Wii place. What is it called? Um, I know what you're talking about. Wii Shop channel. That's what it's yeah, called. Just call it Wii Shop. Um. We gotta give it honor, you know. It's not a e it is an e shop, but you gotta call it the Wii Shop channel. Um, but I, I still e bought that, even though I knew I could emulate it. So there are certain and Pikmin two, I'm not Pikmin two, Pikmin three. Um, even it came out on the Wii U, played it on there, but I would still buy it on the Switch, even though yeah, I've already like, played the game. Like if I enjoy a game enough, even if I've um. Uh, I put this without me getting arrested. Even if I have gotten the game through unsavory methods for free, if I enjoy it enough, I will buy it on its official console or from the official store just to support them and just so I have it on that console. Exactly. Now, I won't also say why I did this, but at one point, I, I think I have... <laughs> I don't even know why. I, I don't like Minecraft like this, but I have Minecraft on literally every system that it can exist on other than phone. Everybody does, bro. Everybody does. I, I'm like, I don't, I don't, hopefully I'm not the only person who's like that. I feel like a lot of people are, but I'm like, it's like, it's like, imagine that for Nintendo, for a certain series of Nintendo's games. 
Like Pokemon. But, I'll say that. I would buy that on every single system that exists for it. Even though I know I, I could emulate it. Uh, so here's the thing about that. Your Minecraft argument, that makes sense. But at the same time, Minecraft is an open source game that will constantly be updated for the foreseeable future. And there's different versions of it. That's like, the point. I'm, it's, that's the thing. Minecraft has that, that you know, open-endedness to it. But I would still do the same thing for certain series of Nintendo, and I know it doesn't. I, yeah, that makes sense. The thing, the thing to me is, though, that, like, like, I'm a huge Minecraft fan. Like, I have Minecraft on the Wii U, Xbox 360, Xbox One. I have it on my phone. I have it on, well, I'm going to take that back. I'm not getting it on Switch. I'm never getting it on Switch. I have Windows 10 Edition. I have Java. I even have it on my 3DS. It runs like garbage, but it's still on my 3DS. Um, I I couldn't see myself doing that for many games uh, outside of that because that's just that's just Minecraft, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get your point. I and I I see what you mean. I don't know. I guess it's. Maybe it does. Maybe that analogy doesn't apply, or maybe I'm just crazy. Maybe I just have to. No, you have a point. Love for certain series, because man, I, I know it's, it's a, and that's the thing. It's a dead series too. I'm, I don't, I don't see them bringing Paper Mario back anytime soon for any other games. Which makes me sad. <laughs> Mostly because Origami King flopped. <clears throat> well, I don't know what they were doing with that game. I played it, and I was like, "That's like the first Paper Mario game I've ever touched." Right? Yeah, you would. And even I knew this was like, dang, bro, this game sucks. Cheeks. <laughs> I, I did not enjoy that at all. Yeah, it was um, quite quite a mistake, I think. But mm, mm. different topic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On a game that I no longer want to talk about. Uh, but anyway, it's it's yeah. Um We'll we'll see as you know, as the future goes on. What other games they add? Maybe we'll talk about it again. See what they're coming, you know, coming up with, or maybe something will be updated to the point it actually looks good. I don't know. We just kind of have to wait on Nintendo. Has Nintendo been yeah. making the best decisions recently? Mm, debatable. Depends on what it's for. Um, definitely this expansion. I don't think they were making the wisest decisions on it, uh, but it, it only uh, only time will tell what other games we get, or if their service for it gets better, um, or whether or not I'll buy it. I'm leaning toward that I am going to buy it at this moment. That may change in the coming future, though. Uh, I know you are sorry. still on the I'm not buying it fence, so. On the fence, bro. I'm not. I'm, I'm sorry. You're over the, the fence. fence. <laughs> you're over the fence. And I am up the gone. Valley. So I am, bro. I'm gone. Um, we'll see. We'll see what they do with that. But um, what you're talking about earlier, um, Marvel's Avengers. <laughs> game, an old game. Um, no, it's not that old. But it came out what? Uh, 2020. Yeah, last year. Yeah, it came out last year. 
unfortunately. Been, it feels like it's been out for a long time. I don't know why. Um, because the game straight on and on. Most recently added Spider-Man, which everyone, me included, was excited for. Uh, I don't know why. I already knew it was going to be garbage. Okay, on- okay. Listen, we were holding out hope. We knew the whole game was bad, but listen, we got all right. We got okay, okay. Well, think about this: you're you're playing Marvel's Avengers, and you hear all these DLC characters are coming out. You know, you're awaiting for Spider-Man, and then Marvel Spider-Man comes out. That game was amazing. It really was. And then and then the second one with Miles Morales that came out again. I was the ten out of ten game. Loved it. Then Marvel's Avengers is going to add Spider-Man. And you're like, they, there's no way they can mess that up, right? I don't know why anyone think that, but, you know, that's probably what yeah. a lot of people were thinking. He comes out, and he's an absolute disaster. Terrible. For I don't real, understand. Like, I feel like I was watching the gameplay of it, and I was like, why does Spider-Man swing and it looks like he should just T-pose after it? It th- it looks so <laughs> weird. His the swinging looks so jarring. And it's like Starters. it's bad. That's that's the only way to put it. Like I was looking at the models. For starters, his suit. Like I get that it's the normal Spider-Man suit, but it looks so bland coming from um the Spider-Man PS4 and Miles Morales. It feels so bland. And like you said, the swinging animations, I can't find it, but I saw a video, I think it was on Instagram, and it, they were showing, like, comparing um, all of Spider-Man's games and, like, his web swinging and, like, the animation for it. Tell me why. I think it was the... I think it was 2002. Tell me why a 2002 game has a better swinging animation for Spider-Man than a 2021 DLC to a game that is supposedly "quote unquote" next gen, it hurts. <laughs> it genuinely uh, hurts. Well, I don't even play it anymore. Well, I mean, not well. I don't know. I I can't. There's nothing I can say that can defend it. I'm not trying to defend it, but I just don't understand why it looks so bad. Like I, I really don't know what they were doing. You know, and uh, you know, after I finished, I, I sat there and sat there to, to myself, and I was like, "I know that um, Square Enix is is the publishers; they're not the designers of it. Um, I think Square Enix Europe might have something to do with, and like, like maybe four or five other companies. Um, but I'm like, Square Enix, please go back to making Final Fantasy. Here's the thing." I know you're mentioning Square Enix, but I looked at a documentary on how bad it failed. Square Enix hardly did anything for that game. They slapped their name on it, but they didn't touch it. Uh, it was some other indie company that I think only has like one game under their belt, and they kind of rushed I'm trying to the process. Let me see. Let me see what the other developers were. Um... So Crystal Dynamics was one. Um, eat, uh, uh, what is it? Is it Eidos Montreal or Eidos Montreal? Might be Enix Europe, Nixus Software, and then Crystal Northwest are our, our, our market developers for the game. 
I don't know which one of those companies, you know, I, or if it was a mix of all of them that, you know, had something to do um, with this development. Uh, however, I'm quite disappointed, and I'm a lot of people are. Granted, I don't know what we were expecting from this game because it's Marvel's Avengers. We were disappointed when it first came out, so I don't know why we thought it would be better if Spider-Man was released and we wouldn't just be more disappointed. Because it was supposed to be a quote-unquote big update. Well, see, updating the game worse. Update the game as in remake it. That would be updating the game. But then you also mentioned earlier about the um um the grinding that you have to do. Uh one thing I want to say about that was it's annoying to grind because the combat is so stale. Yeah, it's it's I want to say it's repetitive. Man, it's some dry bread up in there. That it's is for real, bro. boring combat. I you for sit real, there dude. like I feel I um, hmm. It's the same moves. Nothing looks that great, to be honest. It's not flashy. Um, the characters all feel the same. I gotta be honest. Flying with Iron Man and Thor, it was cool at it first, and then it kind of feels like, eh. Um, See, that's that's the problem with like games like that. Like to make a successful beat 'em up slash online service, you need to make your players feel like a god when they play. It shouldn't constantly be like. Even with beat 'em ups, you are usually upgrading. But like you said, the constant, absolute bombardment of constantly replacing your items and upgrading. Not fun. There was nothing special about it. That's, um, there was a review that came out uh, for, I'm going to make this comparison, for Marvel Spider Man. And I, I, I don't know why I'm thinking it's IGN. But um, they were like, I feel like I am Spider Man. And I was like, you do feel like you're Spider Man. It's like weird. I'm like, I feel like I'm swinging around the city. I don't feel like I'm anybody in this game. I feel like I am playing <laughs> with a cardboard character that means nothing. <laughs> it feels like bad. An action figure. And I'm no, that's an action figure. You can make it do what you want. It's cool. Sure. This feels like I am playing with a cardboard figure or cardboard cutout of Iron Man. It is boring. <laughs> And You're I'm not wrong, enjoying dude. myself. I'm like, did. why am I wasting my time playing this game? I'm not going to go too far into detail because there's a thousand people who have talked about this game. But it's not fun. I don't recommend it. Do not waste your money on this game. If it was $1, I would not buy it. Free to play now. They had to go free to play. Oh, is it free to play now? See, it's I didn't even know that. Play. And it's still if it's not free to it. play, I still wouldn't play it. <laughs> Okay, so it's bad. So I'm looking at Crystal Dynamics, the company who did most of the development for it. Uh, I'm looking at their, I guess you could, I'm not sure if the correct term is videography, but video games have under, under their belt. Uh, have they have, helped develop or been like the main developers for? Yeah. Okay. So they have the Gex series, oh, see, the, Legacy, <laughs> the Legacy of Kane series, and believe it or not, they have the Tomb Raider series under the under their belt. But it comes with a catch. They released their first Tomb Raider game 
was Tomb Raider Legend, which was the fastest selling game in the series. But, uh, remember Lara Croft and the Guardian of the Light? <laughs> um, no, never heard. Okay, of my point exactly. In 2009, it says they laid off over 30 employees to refocus their efforts on the Tomb Raider games early. And then after that, they did practically nothing until around 2017 when they started working on the Avengers with Square Enix. Mm. So all in all, they've only worked on like six or maybe a few more than that. Maybe like eight or nine games. Maybe less. Which tells you. Oh, it shows. I did Square Enix help out though. You know, I'll, I really couldn't tell you. Um, I maybe they felt bad for them. I don't know. I they when, felt whenever bad, they should have outsourced. There was no saving the game. I think maybe they looked at the development of it and they were they just saw what was happening and they were just like, just release it, whatever. Or maybe they thought it would. Maybe they thought it would be good. Maybe they thought what they had was an actual piece of art, and they wanted to put it out <laughs> and show people. You know, you know, arts, arts. I have the beholder. No one on earth beholds that as a good game, but <laughs> or maybe you know that's not true though. There, there's someone out there who likes Marvel's Avengers. I'm, I'm sure there is somebody out there who does. Okay. You think about this. As, as you said, there there probably is someone out there. You know, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. But you can't tell me Square Enix was looking over the game after Crystal Dynamics had given, given them like an alpha or a beta or, you know, whatever the process is before they release it. You can't tell me Square Enix looked at the game, looked at those dollar tree, one dollar, no, 99 cent character models. Who are these people, dude? None of them look like any of their Marvel counterparts at all. Like, let me let, let me let me pull it up real quick. Hold up, Marvel's Avengers character models. All right. So, I'm mistaking the game reading this out. Okay. So, from left to right, we have Incredible Welp. We have. Dark skinned spider. We have Captain Texas, Metal Man, and Jesus with a hammer. And none of these characters look anything like they should. Black Widow is the closest one, in my opinion. And even then, she still looks kind of off. They improved it later on. And it still doesn't look that good to me. Yeah, you're not you're not wrong. They are uh, they're kind of rough. Uh, kind of rough isn't even the word. They're rough. Yeah. But that's okay. You know, because people still bought this game for some reason. There are people who pre-ordered this game with the 100... What was it? 100? No, no, no. It was like 90. Maybe it was $100 of yeah. that. Whatever that pack was. And that reminds me, there's those skins that they have. Good oh, yeah. night. Those skins are, are, are ridiculously hard to get for no reason. Some of them. <laughs> I forgot about that. But the the grind for it, and it's not worth it at all. 
nothing is worth it in that game. I feel bad for the people that actually paid that for the pre-order. Yeah. Like, I know Cyberpunk. Well, you're talking to one. You, you. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I was about to say. I know Cyberpunk. Um, they um sent back refunds. They did. I don't know if um they Crystal Dynamics and Square Enix sent out. They refunds. did not. He as did. Where they did not. Bruh, hold on. Let me check. Avengers. I'm almost positive they didn't. It's very rare for a company to send your money back if they're, you know. Well, it's also very rare for your game to come out so broken. And I will say that okay, well here's the no no no, but here's the thing. Cyberpunk was broken. Like it was um, nearly unplayable. Well, not nearly unplayable. People beat the game even when you know when it first came out. But That's Marvel's Avengers fun. wasn't glitchy really. That or it was it was, but not to the point where that Cyberpunk was. It was just yeah. boring. Exactly. And the thing about Cyberpunk it was a it was a completed game though. Like, like the thing about Cyberpunk is that even though it was a glitchy hellhole, an absolute cesspit, a worthless pile of a game, it was still fun to play. Like, even besides the glitches, it tackled a lot. I will admit, the graphics were insane. It was a huge game. It just didn't develop it enough. I feel like if Cyberpunk was delayed until, say, 2025... They had mostly everything that was the issue with the original release settled. That game would be one of the best games of all time. Because even when it dropped, even with all the glitches, everyone was still saying it's a great game outside of its issues. It was. It it really was a great game. It's just Marvel's Avengers didn't do any of that. There were glitches, but they didn't make the game fun. It didn't really tackle any quote-unquote next-gen graphics. Because let's be real, those models and everything look basic. It just, it didn't try anything. It's a basic beat-em-up. It wasn't even that good of a beat-em-up. Nothing else. That's it. You're right. But, so the, okay. So you're saying that Cyberpunk should have been, you know, maybe 2025 to come out? Dude, this game had been delayed three times already. Oh, Yeah. Scared you really to see the official, the original. That's what I'm saying. Like this game's been de- delayed three times. How much more? You know, how angry people would have been. I mean, they would have got over it. You know, how angry people would have been for this game to be delayed a fourth time and then not come out for another four years. For real, the amount of anger and backlash CD Projekt Red would get from that. But they've been, they've already been doing this for years because let me see when was just because a company just because a company does backlash does not mean it's like oh we've gotten it before whatever we'll just do it again. Here's the thing though, Cyberpunk was re- was first announced back in 2012, and as much as it tried to accomplish, I can still see why they didn't have enough time to finish this. I, I I'll give them that. On the other hand. On the other hand, we have Square Enix and Crystal Dynamics. They started development back in 2017. The game dropped in 2020. How? You had all this time. How did you miss so hard? Usually there are plenty of games that have missed hard like that. 
They had a bunch of time. Doesn't matter. So do a lot of companies that they'll have a lot of time for a game and they still suck. They had I, I don't even. Behind you know, them. I, I think some. See, that's the thing though. It, we don't know how much behind them they were, and that feels like a cop out and an excuse to me. Just because there have been sm- that okay, so because that argument, if we're gonna you know can now get kind of the argument of developing video games with comparison with like Cyberpunk and Marvel's mm-hmm. Avengers, there are plenty of small indie studios that probably take less time. To make games like or you know maybe sometimes more but or less and the game comes out spectacular now it may not be nearly sure. as um ambitious or yeah ambitious as like you know i will say an indie company trying to make marvel's avengers it's not gonna happen or it's not gonna happen <laughs> yeah anytime soon but it would be like that, severely downscaled let's say like i'm trying to think of an indie game right now okay I know you know of like CrossCode and um, uh, what is that company called? Why can't I think of their developer's name right now? Um, maybe it'll come to me about. in a minute. But CrossCode, that game, uh, ooh, that was in open access for a while on Steam, but it was maybe in development. Okay, it came out in f- 2015, it was in development and it just now, probably within. This year or last year got like mm-hmm. finally finished, and Radical Fish Games—that's what they're called. So that's like how many years is that? Started in, okay, no, it started in 2012, then it came out in 2015 as like a pretty much a beta. That I think it ended originally at like the first temple. Oh, that is a long time though. 2012, what, 2015. It's a polished game. That's like like eight, I haven't finished it. Eight but it's years. Good. That's like eight years. Yeah, yeah. but. It's still, we've seen so much come out of people from indie studios, and and these are a little different because it's it's not a three D game, it's not nearly as ambitious. Um, you know, it's it's not, it's not it doesn't have the Marvel name on it. Yeah, and I I think too part of the reason why maybe it was rushed. Or maybe people were excited for it more than I think they probably should have been. Um, is because uh, what I Marvel? Just... Let's see, Endgame. When did Endgame come out? 2019. I feel like people were coming off the hype of that. Maybe because this game was developed. It's the development from Marvel's Avengers was in 2020, and it came out in August. This game was barely developed for a year. Well, well, no, it, it did start in 2017, but I think the project no, was kidding. like left on hold for a while. But I they don't see why people are excited. That's the thing, though. I was just about to talk about that. The trailers, dude. Um, I was about to say CD Projekt Red. I'm sorry. Crystal Dynamics and Square Enix knew that their game wasn't finished. You know how I know that? When the trailers dropped, it was like Two seconds of gameplay. It was mostly like a hundred percent cutscene. It was it. There was no. There was like, if I, if I went to look at like some of the trailers now. Now the more recent trailers, yeah, there's gameplay because everyone already knows game is garbage. They're they're dropping gameplay. But when it first really got big announced, I think it was 
Was it? Was it? Tw- was it? It was like yeah. It was after 20... the game, so back in 2019, right? Yeah, it had to be like 20, 2018 or twenty nineteen. I'm trying. I don't remember when the trailer. Oh, they came knew. Out. I want to say twenty nineteen. So they I knew. Feel like it was. Yeah. And they still dropped it. Hey, it was why? Nice. I was excited for it. You know, I was. I was. I was like, man, I am. And again, that was coming off of Marvel Spider Man. So I'm thinking we're gonna get a game that's like that, but with the Avengers. <laughs> but you see, that was developed by Insomniac, who are uh, actually yes. good developers. Most of the time. Not every not every Most company has their has their shining moments. The but I was that's it's like the just the disappointment is it's hard to swallow. Because you, you think you're gonna get such a good game. And it sucks when it's like that for any game that comes out and you're like, you know, you are wanting a really good game that you can sink your teeth in. And technically, that wasn't it. you can sink your teeth in this game. You won't enjoy your time, you know, grinding for eight hours for one item. And I'm not a person <laughs> who likes doing that. Uh, depending on the game. I will say an RPG... And not really much grinding, I guess. If the game is actually fun, I don't mind spending time doing that. If the combat was fun, if the story was actually interesting, um, that's kind of it for me. I think if it was, the combat was fun, the story was interesting, maybe if it had a little more content, if the characters didn't all feel the same to a degree. Um, yeah. If they were more enticing on the DLC that's released, like with Black Panther, we had a whole story. Spider Man, we got nothing. We just got. Eh, it was all right. Nothing. I, it, it didn't help. I don't think I it. Det- I don't think it took away. It didn't help either. Um. It was. It was a. It was a thing. It was a DLC that they added. That's really all I can say. <laughs> Marvel's but, Avengers is one of the games I've played. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's a game I've played. That's all I can say. Would I play it again? No. Would I recommend Never it to you? Life. If I hated no. you, yes, I would. I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. I wouldn't. Like if I was in jail right now, and I'm like, like I wasn't supposed to be in jail, but somebody framed me, right? I still wouldn't want them to play the Avengers. I would call them from my jail cell. Like, bro, don't play this game. It's garbage. Don't play it. it okay, sucks. I don't have that much hate. I mean, I don't. No, I hate, hate that it. game. I hate, I hate it. The Avengers. Not to the point I wouldn't want an enemy to play it. Oh, you would subject I want you to, to suffer. Uh, if I had to, you have to, too. That's not even suffering. That's just killing yourself. You're literally like. <laughs> it's, it's just not, sad. It's, exactly. Like, you, you can, like, as I'm playing the game. I'm not, not feeling like wow, this is so bad. It's kind of good type of thing. It's more like wow, I'm, I'm just literally sad. wasting hours of my life. Like I feel the clock in my heart slowly getting closer to when I eventually die in my seventies or eighties, <laughs> and I'm wasting it <laughs> right here on the what? Avengers. <laughs> yeah, like it's um, it's garbage. Like you said about the indie scene, though. How how come that's why indie games are all the rage? Look at Hades. Hades was, if I'm not mistaken, an indie game that was developed. It got game of the year, I think, last year. Look at Terraria. 
it started with like I think like two developers, and then it grew to be something massive. Everybody loves Terraria. Same yeah, Minecraft with Minecraft. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Same with Minecraft. Same with Dead Cells. All of these games. Same with Blasphemous. All of these games are amazing games that started with a small team. So tell me how you have the Marvel Avengers IP. You have the license to these characters. You have Square Enix and a few other companies behind you. You have a small amount of experience with a quote-unquote AAA game. How do you fumble so hard, bro? And you screw up that bad. That's my last thoughts on it. That's my last thoughts on it. It's making me cry talking about it, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's bad. It's bad. It's a yeah, not a not a good game. Not anything I think anyone should play uh, or waste their time looking up, even if it's free. I feel bad that I paid money for it. Yeah, and I'm speaking, never getting that money back. Unfortunately, speaking of Marvel, I feel like this this has been talked about, but I still want to talk about it anyways because I love crapping on stuff. The Eternals. You know, I have not watched it yet. I, mm, I have you watched it? Air quote, watched it, but I mostly skimmed through it. And from even from what I could tell, the story was just not cohesive. Like movie was bad but let me let's let's break this down the story yeah, break, just... break it down for me because i'll be honest i don't know much about the eternals i know like that wasn't it you know, chief <laughs> i know like um thanos is i think related to some of them somehow or something like that um I think and, so. and that's about it and they're really strong and they can't die i think um so yeah, you uh, you let me know. I would definitely. I I, I plan on I, I plan on watching it at some point in my life. You, I don't know why um, you say that like you're excited. I plan on watching I, it. I'm not. I just I'm just saying I plan <laughs> on watching it. Um, but you but you tell me what what did you think about it? All right, let's break this down. Of course, the biggest thing is the story. And to me, even though the story is bad, it's not even the worst part of it. Okay, so let's start with the story. I'm going to try to condense this because I could sit here for hours and talk about it. But anyways, so I I was watching a, a video on it because I, I was like, I can't be the only one that thinks this was bad. And I think the YouTuber I was watching, the way he put it was perfect. It tries too many things in one movie and doesn't scale it right at all, which is true. There's the plot that the Eternals have, which is which I thought was going to be the only plot. The Eternals come out of hiding. Because they've been sent to Earth to protect humans. But here's the first major plot hole. They've been sleeping for, like, centuries, dude. Like, what are they doing? Thanos came, wiped out half the universe, including humans. Including humans. And there's other, there's other stuff across history that's happened that they did nothing about. They're supposed to be the guiding force for humans. Like, it's like... World War One, World War Two, the Holocaust, etc. Where were the Eternals, bro? And then, and then it's kind of said like they're not really supposed to intervene that much. But then we see later on in the movie that a lot of the major advancements that humans have quote unquote made in the last thousands of years was the Eternals giving us hints, which they're not supposed to do. 
so there was that. Then there was um then they had the most basic alien versus heroes plot. Like the Eternals were sent here to stop this some type of alien that I don't care enough to remember the name, but they basically consume worlds or something and the Eternals have been created specifically to stop them. But I thought they were created to take care of Earth. But we're, you know, moving on. Um so are they like are the aliens that destroy worlds like Galactus or something? Oh no, they're they're no <laughs> they're not cool aliens. Like if 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 they were stopping Galactus, that would have made a hype movie whether the story was bad or not. I would love to see Galactus. If, if the Eternals had Galactus in it, even if it was still bad, I would have paid to see that because I want to see Galactus on the big screen. It was not Galactus. It was not. It was not the um. What's what's their name? They're not gods, but they're like um, like these. I forget what they're called. Not not the extraterrestrials. Not um. There's a name for them. I forget what it's called, but basically they're like these like beings of nearly limitless power. And they're basically like gods. So, um, what Silver Surfer is? No, they're um stronger than him. Like, ah, I can't remember what they're called. That's not important. It's not the the point is, it's nothing cool like Galactus. It's nothing cool like those near god level aliens. They're the most basic, basic, savage aliens coming to destroy the world type thing I've ever seen. Their design isn't even cool. And they just look like people. No, 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 no. They look like they look like aliens. Like they're. Guess I would describe them. They kind of they kind of act sort of like wolves, in my opinion. They don't look cool. Like, and I and I want to get in. I'm, I'm going to get into the design later. Um, but continue with the rest of the story. Um, so they have that plot going on while we're at the same time handling the plot of how many how many how many Eternals are there? Uh, I'm trying to remember seven, I think. I might be wrong, though. Look, there's ten Eternals. So this is, like, the movie's, like, only, like, two hours. It might be a little bit more than two hours. Even if the movie was three hours. They're trying to balance an alien invasion plot. Plus other stuff I haven't even got to yet. They're trying to balance the Eternals, trying to break out of the shadows, help the humans plot. Um, there's a subplot that there is some type of creature that's like another eternal or something that lives in the core of the earth, but if it like wakes up, it'll like kill everybody or something. So there's that plot too. So they have to stop that. I think I already mentioned the alien invasion. Plus, 10 subplots give every eternal backstory. He cares enough about the characters that much to even. Like, nobody even knows who the Eternals is. I knew who the Eternals were beforehand, but I didn't know much about them. And I know that a majority of the people that watch the MCU don't know who that is, who the Eternals are. So nobody cares enough for a backstory. There are a lot of people who don't know a lot, of, you know, that watch the MCU and um, don't know what certain characters are. But I feel like now there are a lot of people who probably do know who who the Eternals are. They may not know about them, but they them. might know who they are. Because I definitely exactly. didn't know about them. <laughs> like, like, I didn't know who they were until this movie came out. Uh, I 
I don't know why. I call myself a Marvel fan. Apparently, I am a fraud. Nah, like I used to sit. I used to sit on my computer for hours when I was younger and just like look up Marvel characters and read the comics illegally online and stuff. But like, even when I saw the Eternals, I was like, "Wow, these guys are kind of lame." But like, yeah, we're trying to balance. All these plots about aliens, about um, et cetera, et cetera, about the core, the some creature like that's inside the earth gonna destroy it. The Eternals trying to help people out. They have all this going on, and they were supposed to care about the ten Eternals as they give a backstory. The reason backstory works so good with the um, other Marvel movies in the previous phase was because these were characters that everybody knew, or if they didn't know about it, they presented it in a way that people cared about. Because have the Iron Man movies. Everyone knows who Iron Man is. He's been popular for years. Everyone loves Iron Man. Have the Spider-Man movies, which aren't really directly connected. It's still, you know, he's still Marvel. No, he's, you know, my Sony. No, he's technically Sony. Yeah. Um, you have the um, the Hulk. Those everyone knows who that is. The movies really weren't that good. Um, but still, it's still the Hulk. You're gonna just watch it just to watch Hulk be Hulk. Um. Black Panther, a lot of people probably didn't know about, but the way they presented it, even though, in my opinion, it's a decent movie, but it's kind of overrated. Um, but they still presented it in a decent enough yeah, way to get people talking about Black Panther. What? You would be burned out of saying that. I know, I know. People are going <laughs> to... I swear, if this particular episode gets popular, people in the comments are going to be like, bro, you're just a straight white male complaining about black people. Bro. No, I'm black too. And I still didn't think Black Panther was that good. At the time when it first came out, I was like, wow, this is the coolest thing. And then I watched it over and over and I started to inspect it. And I'm like, it's all right. I'd rather watch Guardians of the Galaxy any day. That's another that's another movie um series that not a lot of people knew about. Not a lot of people knew about Guardians of the Galaxy, but everyone loves them because they're actors everyone knows. Chris Pratt, um, other people that were in the movie. Um, other people that were in the movie yeah um we all know who chris pratt is that's why everyone saw the movie and the movies were good and everyone loves the guardians of the galaxy now eternals didn't accomplish any of that yeah like eternals didn't accomplish any of that they were these i don't want to say third rate actors but <laughs> actors that i'm sure not a lot of people hold up eternals cast let me see if I know any of these names. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So Harry Styles was in the end credit scene. Everyone knows who that is. Um, Angelina Jolie is like the only person that anyone would really know off the top of their head that I'm looking in the cast. Then you have um Keanu Reeves is in this movie. Who? Oh, he Keanu is. Reeves. Who does he play? Forgot he was in the movie, bro. That's how bad this movie is. I forgot Keanu. Who did he play? Um, I forget. Does it say who he played? Let's see. It Let's doesn't. See. Obviously, it wasn't important if it didn't say it. Extra number three. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, okay, outside of Keanu, outside of Angelina, and outside of Harry Styles, which I saw a couple of reactions um on YouTube. All the girls flipping out. Oh my god, Harry Styles. Like, all right, all right. Um, besides those three people, who the heck is Salma Hayek, Gemma Chan, Richard Madden, Harry Kilgan, 
Don they're going to be the new Chris Bratz and, you know. I don't care about any of these people. Let, let me click on a random one and see what they're, what they're, um, what else they've acted in. American actor. Brian Tyree Henry is an American actor. He is known for his role as Alfred Paperboy Miles in the FX comedy drama series Atlanta, for which he received an Emmy for. He's played in Joker 2, Child's Play, the 2019 version, so we know it sucked because only the original Child's Play are good. Um, he played in The Eternals and Godzilla. Whoa, he actually has a decent he actually has a decent lineup. I I I, I was wrong. He played in Joker. He played in um and he played he was in, in into the Spider-Verse. Okay. Dang, I really picked the worst person to rag on. Okay, but everyone else sucks. Okay, that's the point. Everybody else sucks. <laughs> Besides that guy, he has a good videography. <laughs> Anyways, I'm getting um, backtracked. But nobody else knows any of these actors besides those four people. Nobody cares. Um, so moving on. Because I don't even, honestly, I don't even remember much about how it even ended and how they wrapped everything up. Because I feel like they did it bad. All I remember outside of that was the end credit scene where Harry Styles came up as Star Fox, which I think is like, I think it's like Thanos' brother. I might be wrong on that. It's either his, it's either his son, one of his sons, or his brother. Anyways, um, next up on why the Eternals was bad, C G I baby. It and was I terrible. terrible. Oh like, no, no, it was not terrible. It was. It wasn't. Oh no, it was bad. But it was worse than terrible. Like I, I'm trying to think of a word. Horrendous. No, it needs to be something. Horrible synonyms. Dreadful. That's a great word. I like that. Dreadful, awful, frightful, terrible, shocking, appalling, hideous, grisly, ghastly, harrowing. You think I'm exaggerating, but I kid you not. I'm, I'm sure they probably updated it. There are moments in the movie where you can see part of the green screen and when they switch between CGI and um, actual, you know, stunts. It's so obvious and bad and like you would think that a marvel movie with some really well-known actors would have good cgi besides black panther black panther cgi was bad but it was still watchable eternals it's not watchable it's not even funny to look at it's just bad if you're like marvel what happened like you feel sad for them did y'all like what's the budget on this movie let me see Eternals budget. Ooh, okay. So they had two hundred million. Now let's compare that to in-game budget. Well, in-game has something to build on. Okay, it's but still, in-game didn't have that much more. In-game had three hundred fifty-six million USD budget, and Eternals had two hundred million. So that's pretty close. Oh, they yeah, that is. see what in-game did. In-game was a Really good movie, good CGI, et cetera, et cetera. But it's still the same thing where Endgame had multiple movies to build off of. And I'm not trying to defend Marvel, but they are kind of not starting over. They're starting the new phase. So they're having to, you know, remake kind of that building up portion. And maybe. 
Eternals did it a little too fast or faster than they should have. I feel like it's in that building phase. I've never watched. Maybe I'll feel the same if I watch the movie or whenever I watch the movie. Um, but I, I feel like it's just in that building phase, so it's not totally I, their fault. It still is because you shouldn't cram too much in a movie. You got ten characters to work with, and you're trying to give them all backstories, and then still have you know a story, kind of a lot. So, uh, I see what you're saying, but at the same time, I disagree because if you're trying to introduce us to new characters that people aren't that familiar with, why didn't you put more into it? Like your first movie, your make or break. That's what, sadly, that's going to judge how many people are going to watch, who's going to watch, which target demographic is, how interested people are going to be. If your first movie's a flop, your movie's a flop. It doesn't matter if every movie after that is a banger because people just, fortunately, people are judgmental. If their first experience was bad, unlikely that they're going to continue. And that's what The Eternals is. Bad. CGI. Bad. Story. Bad. Actors. Four out of ten cast. Bad. <laughs> Bad. Like, the only movies everyone cares about in this phase, Guardians of the Galaxy, Doctor Strange, and um, there's a few other ones. But all those movies... Out now. Oh, that's the thing, though. They're not coming out now. They're most... I think the earliest one comes out in, like, December of 2022. Okay. So, for right now... The phase movies... Huh? Of like the new phase movies? Like, hold up, let me check. Marvel. Technically, okay, Eternals counts as a new phase. No Way Home counts as a new phase movie. Shang Chi counts as a new phase movie. Shang Chi was actually kind of decent. No, Shang Chi was actually good. Listen, I will fight you if you disagree with me. Um, let's see, let's see. Hold up, hold up. So we have. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Can't wait for that. Oh, wait, I have to. July 28th, 2023. Marvel's Guardian of the Galaxy, Volume 3. Let's go! May 5th, 2023. The Marvels, huh? 2023. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Don't really care. Because it's going to be Shuri. And I'm not sexist when I say that. I just don't want to see Shuri. I don't like Shuri. She's an annoying character. I'm not saying that because she's a woman. I'm not saying that because she's black. I just don't like Shuri at all in the comics or in the movie. Thor Love and Thunder. Kind of excited about that because I really enjoyed Thor Ragnarok and the other Thor movies, even though the other Thor movies were notoriously bad. July 8th, yeah. 2022. Spider-Man No Way Home. This month, That's actually. A couple of days ago. A couple of days from now, like, what, two weeks, maybe? It better not freaking yeah, fly. It's about two. It's neck, uh, not... The 17th? Yeah, two two Fridays from now. It better not flop. This this has to carry I us. Highly, I highly doubt that will flop. It it it, it better not, dude. Um that, that that would the surprise that I would have if that flops would be enormous. You wanna um you wanna go see it? We should. We should go see it. We should. Um, but that that's still December 17th. That's going to carry us until the earliest release that anybody else cares about is Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which is May 6th, 2022, which honestly isn't 
too far away compared to the other ones, but still, like, maybe Turtles could have helped us. Disney I was not happen. excited for Maternals. Maternals? Nobody Maternals. was. When it was it's announced, bad. I honestly was like, even if I knew who they were, I don't think I would have been excited for them. I would have just Nobody been like, why are, we, why are we going over these characters? Unless it's setting up you know, stuff with the celestial beings, which then would set up... Happening. Oh, the celestial yeah. beings. Okay. Yeah, that's that's what I was trying to. Unless talk about. it's yeah. setting up stuff for them, which makes me think, who's gonna be the big bad for this phase that everyone will come together, you know, and fight. You know, they have quite a few options, you know, to to kind of do what they want for that. Um. So it's you know it's it's just kind of like a where are you going with this? What's the Eternals have to do with anything? Exactly. I will tell. Unfortunately, um, let's see what what else is there to be excited about? Oh yeah, nothing. Because I feel like Hawkeye is the what, last. Show? The show, like, have you watched it? I haven't started yet, but I'm excited for it. Like, I have. Thing, it's pretty good. I heard it is good, but Disney doesn't have that many shows up its sleeve to continue. Until um, Multiverse of Madness, which is the first big release of next what's not well, well, they have coming out the She Hulk show. There's a Miss um, Marvel one coming out, and one more that I can't think the name of right now. Um, <laughs> I can't think of the name, but there's another there's another Disney Plus show coming out, which I think will span. I I think it will span until because what that comes out next May. Yeah, um, Multiverse of Madness comes out May sixth. I mean, that's four months. They can they can make that. They can make those shows go. That will go beyond when Multiverse of Madness comes out. That doesn't mean it'll be good though. Well, she Hulk trailer. So all, most of the. <laughs> I love She Hulk. Big freaking muscular hot woman. Ten out of ten premise. Trailer for it. Actual cheeks. I hate it. I mean, it was such a sneak peek. I don't really think it was. It was I'm not. I'm not trying to be a Marvel simp here or anything. But it was just so little to go off of. You know, we don't know what what's to come. We don't even know when the show. You know, how soon that will be out, or do we? I can't remember if there's a release date or not. I think I it was. Think, I think it was. I don't think there was. Um. But you know, you, you don't know when it's coming out. Just you know. Calm yourself. It, it may have looked bad, but it was such a short clip. You can't make that joke yet. Give us some time. I, th- I think it all went down when Black Widow dropped, though. I don't care what you say. Black Widow is not a good movie. I, no, it was not. I didn't love it. It, it was, was a weaker one. It definitely was a weak one. Uh, Loki was a really good show, but I think there were a lot of issues with it that nobody really wanted to talk about. Outside of that, I still enjoyed it. Uh, my the only, the only, even though there were a lot of inconsistencies and problems, the only thing that really irked me about Loki was how they would change his power level just for a gag or to just for plot convenience. He's a god, 
and even in the earlier movies, I know MCU nerfs their characters so they are a bit more, you know, not overpowered, so there can be actual challenge right. and build up. Even in the earlier movies, Loki was shown to be powerful. You know, to take him down, you needed the entire Avengers crew. And here comes Loki, and he gets tasered, and now he's in jail. The the god of tricks couldn't get out of a jail run by god humans. God of mischief? Come on now. Sorry, that's it. God of mischief. Okay, he's a god of mischief. He's a trickster. Didn't pull any tricks. Did some basic stuff throughout the series. Everything that they had that was quote-unquote cool was Sylvie doing it. Because women always have to be cooler than men in new shows nowadays. Otherwise, it's sexist. Yeah. I'm just looking around. I mean... I won't say that as sexist, but to a certain degree, I've noticed that in certain media that, you know, more power to women, obviously, but they will cater a little bit in certain aspects, I feel. Um, yeah. To that. And I'm not I'm not a I'm not a hater of it. You know, I'm not going to say I don't want to see that or anything because I love it. It's kind of like who doesn't, you know, <laughs> I put them on this <laughs> yeah. for a reason. But um, I don't know. It's just I don't even know how to say this, but there are certain I, I think the best example for me and, and this is my opinion. You can hate me for it. When we went to go watch Endgame. I felt this like cheapness kind of like a roll my eyes when Spider-Man had to give the gauntlet to um, Captain Marvel and he was like, how are you going to do this? And she's like, uh, I think it was Gamora or somebody said something. They're like, she's got help. And then it just did that whole clip with all the women heroes. And I'm like, this is yeah, cool. Physically However, cringe. this is cringy. I'm not <laughs> going to lie. I know what they're doing, but this is not the way to do it. Real, like, don't be so on the nose about it. Exactly. It like, just felt like, like, what is this? The reason Black Widow, outside of her uh, official movie, which I was excited about and wasn't gonna lie, the reason she was such a good, popular character was because she, she was cool. She wasn't in your face. I'm a woman, and I can do this type of thing. Like, she wasn't afraid to lean into the old-fashioned way of I want to say sex symbol, but you know, she's the attractive person in the crew. She's still a really cool character. She can hold her own. She's on the Avengers team. They never shoved it down your they throat. Yeah, they didn't over-sex they didn't over-sexualize her. It yeah. was like a I'm I, I'm still a female though, however, so you know, I use that to my advantage. But I can still beat you up. Exactly. It was cool. But you gotta find that nice balance. I think she was a great example of that. I, I, you know, I agree. As Black Widow and all the movies, I feel like she was a great balance of, this is a female, you should find her sexy, but she's also not a damsel in distress. Yeah. Which I think is a perfect balance. That feminine, but I'm still can handle myself if I need to. In my opinion, that's how most modern female superheroes should be done. Because while She-Hulk is an exception, 
even in the comics, she's still pretty feminine. Like, I'm not saying that all female superheroes need to be feminine or slightly sexualized to be appealing or to, you know, be an actual character to be considered. At the same time, and I think I speak for a majority of straight males, when I say I don't want to go to a movie and get absolutely crapped on just for being a guy. Because in the movie, like, that's the reason the um, Charlie's Angel reboot flopped. Because it was just women crapping on guys and making guys look stupid and weak for, like, that was the whole movie. And I feel like eventually, yeah, I feel like that's, I feel like eventually Marvel's going to get that way. Like, I don't want to go to a movie that's centered around women. It's just this giant masculine beef monster with boobs. <laughs> like, I don't, I, don't want that. I don't think it's going to get like that. I'm not saying it's going to be exactly like that, but they're getting way too centered on the women can do things men can do too. Like, bro, it's 2021. Everyone knows that. Like, the only people that are still super sexist right now are boomers. Like, go ask any guy on the street right now. 95%, if you ask them, are women equal to men, they will say yes. And simps like me will say no, they're better. But that doesn't mean I want it shoved down my throat every five seconds, bro. When I go to a movie that has a female lead, I want her to be an actual character outside of the fact that she's a woman. If the, her whole character is just, I have, I'm sorry, I don't have a penis, that's lame. There's no character growth. It's just her constantly outshowing a, a guy who's usually the um, co-star, her sidekick or something. No. Yeah. I mean, Why? I, I can't it's, it's, both um, have cool moments. It's just the, what we live in right now. It's it's uh, I'll say for our generation. There's a balance that needs to be found, and right now we don't have it. And it can be, I will say it definitely can be controversial to talk about this because so many people have so many opinions about it and who thinks who's right and who thinks who's wrong, or some who don't have an opinion at all. And that's going to happen in media, especially as uh, you know, we, you continue to watch it and you kind of see what's going on with it. It's going to happen. Which is to be expected. Um, and there's always people going to have opinions on it as well. Uh, so it, it's not uncommon um, for something like that to be thought. But then I also think, too, I'm movies, I feel like movies uh, what I'm, have kind of shifted away i feel from normally i'm thinking movies like in the 90s or in the early 2000s where there was a male lead and then the female lead was kind of like there and didn't really do anything i feel like it's now kind of almost getting on that reverse where it's now the female lead is there and the male doesn't really do anything yeah, like, like where's the where's the where's the teamwork here with both characters? You can you can do it. I know you can do it. There are I'm there are I, I don't I can't think of any examples, but I'm sure there are movies out there that have that balance with the two characters. 
I think I think a good example of that, even though technically the woman in the um in that movie isn't really a um she's a technically lead, even though she's one of the main stars in the movie. Um Pulp Fiction. I'm not sure if you've watched it. I have not watched Pulp Fiction. It's a really good movie. It's one of my favorite movies. I watched it recently and it's really good. Um Pulp Fiction has multiple stories going through it. But they do it right, unlike the Eternals, and it's not too much to eat at one time. Um, the female character, she's really cool. She's attractive. She does what attractive females do, but at the same time, she can handle herself. Nowadays, women, if they're sexualized in a movie, and even the slightest, it comes off as sexist, especially if the director is male. Who boy, his Twitter replies are going to be flooded by women over the age of 30 who are pissed. Like, I think movies nowadays they're building their entire premises off of diversity and i'm 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 black of course i love diversity i love seeing people of different of uh, i've seen i love seeing people different genders uh different um nationalities different races you know all of that i love seeing that being represented in movies but when the entire movie is just a diversity i can't think of the term when the entire movie is just a, a, a diversity jerk. Like a, I was going to say, that's not the word I was going to say. I was going to like, my word was not correct because you said jerk and I was like, like a representation of it or trying to do something like that, but they're ultimately failing. Because they make it the whole movie. It's like they spend most of their budget on getting well-known actors of different races. And they it's have a, nothing okay, left it's like fired. a, it's a, um, it's a I'm not racist movie. Look, exactly. we are using we're using all races to show you that we are not racist. Which, in my opinion, doesn't Which exact doesn't it? Do, no, I think it's a it's a neutral. It doesn't make me think that you're racist, but it doesn't make me think that you're not racist either. Exactly. Like in my opinion, when you're adding all these different races, it almost makes it seem like you're trying to hide the fact that you aren't like 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 think about it. They're constantly shoving down your throat that they quote unquote support all these different races. But then they don't talk about anything else. It's almost like, man, bro. That's the whole movie. It's, it's like it, it feels forced. Like, like you know how like I'm not saying white people can't support like Black Lives Matter. I love it when I see it. But you, have you seen those videos where it's like the Karen is like a firm supporter of Black Lives Matter, but it almost comes off as cringe, like the way she goes about it. Yes. That's how yes. I feel in movies. And like I said, I love diversity. I love everybody. I well, not everybody. Like some of y'all out there suck. I love most of y'all. Please stop shoving it down my throat. When I go, like when I go to a movie, like every movie shouldn't be the same. Everything should tackle something different. Some movies should have more diversity than others. Some should stick to, I guess not the status quo, but you know how things used to be, how things were. I don't like quote unquote I, norm. Yeah, I mean this in the least sexist, racist, homophobic, everything possible. I don't want to go to a movie. I don't want to go to multiple movies and everything feels the same because there's a gay character there whose only character trait is that he's gay. There's a black character there who's just a token black nigga. There's the um token Spanish dude, the Asian dude who's smart and does the science stuff in math and whatnot. No. That's not like it's cool seeing those people, but when that's the entire premise of the movie, it sucks. 
And that's where the Eternals went wrong. They did the diversity card too, and it didn't help. They had 10 people of different races and nationalities and backgrounds come together, and it didn't work. So why are people still doing it? They've been doing this for the past five to seven years. It's not working. The only people you are bringing in are the people who have no good sense of storyline, Karens who support every race out there, which is cool, but they have no taste in movies, black people. Here's another thing I want to talk about. I'm sorry. I'm just going on and on. Black people, stop. I'm trying to use an appropriate term here. Stop. <laughs> stop freaking simping <laughs> for movies just because it's a mostly black cast or there's a black lead. A movie can be bad with a black main character. A show can be bad if it has a black main character. Black Panther was a decent movie, but it got way overpraised just because it was the quote-unquote first black superhero movie. First off, no it wasn't. That's incorrect. Steel was a thing. No. Have you ever seen Hancock? Oh yeah, or Hancock. I thoroughly enjoyed Hancock. To me, I would watch that over Black Panther because it was funny. It wasn't the whole thing that he was just black, you know, African supremacy or whatever. It wasn't that. Everyone knew who Hancock was, even in the movie. People weren't just like, he's a black superhero, even though he sucks, you know, before they hated him. And then after they loved him, you know how it went. It wasn't that. And they had a good female lead, too. They went about it really well. She was a normal character who just cared about her family and life at first. Then it turns out they were both husband and wife, both of the same, you know, superhuman race or whatever. And then they both fought. And she wasn't just absolutely stomping on him just because she was a girl. It was equal. It was balanced. And the rest of the movie was enjoyable to watch because it wasn't just she's a female. So she stomped on him. Oh, it was good. Like, can you stop shoving diversity down my throat and shove diversity in a good plot down my throat? Please. Please. Every movie oh, I go to should not have a single token character from every sexuality, gender, or race. Does not have to be that way. Well, then, that was quite the rant. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. No, <laughs> it no it's fine. I mean, hey. Tell them how you feel. Um, <laughs> I mean, we can pretty pretty close to probably, you know, kind of wrapping everything up. But just as like kind of closing thoughts, um, you mentioned how you know this something that's going on for the past what five to seven years. I think it, uh, maybe like I don't know, man. Maybe almost ten. Maybe yeah. a little less than that. Um, but. It's showing results. That's why they're still doing it. I mean, you do all this, but like you said, Eternals was at dominating the box office when it came out. So, <laughs> listen, they had a budget of what? You said 200 million, I think? Yeah, 200 million USD. Yeah, and they made like 370. So, I mean, it's not. It's not groundbreaking. It's not groundbreaking, but it's making money. And at the end of the day, at the end of the day, that's all they care about. Which I guess, I, I, I guess that's true. But where's and the that's the thing? It's 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 a it's a holly uh, it's a Hollywood thing. It, to a degree, it is. If they see it's working, that's where they're gonna keep doing it. If it works, they're gonna keep doing it. If it doesn't, they're not. 
that's why they keep remaking all these old movies, nostalgia, and, or <laughs> <laughs> that's why they're doing that. I, I will be totally honest with you. That's why, because it's working, and people are going to uh, they're going to buy it, they're going to watch it, and they're going to hate it if they do, or maybe they'll love it more than they originally did. It all depends, it's you know. Sad. That's just how the, that's just that's just the way things are right now. Will hey, it ever change? Probably not. That's the Probably problem. Will always be like that. Because it's, it's it's people like me and you who really like to dissect movies and how they go about things. We're the minority. There are pe- there are most the majority of people that go to see movies, not just Marvel movies, any movies now. They just want to see something that's easy on the eyes. There's diversity. That's it. The movie doesn't have to be good. You'll always have Karens, Boomers, and other types of people who just buy tickets just because it's a movie with a certain trait that they like. Unfortunately, like you said, it's Hollywood. That's going to keep working until it doesn't. But it'll always work. And it'll always work. It really will. That's why I'm becoming a director. No, I'm just <laughs> I'd like to see a movie you direct. It wouldn't be that good, but it would be better than anything out right now. Uh, that's I, will, I don't know actually I don't you you well I'll talk about that one time some of the stories you have come up with though I, I wouldn't put that past you as being you know something you could potentially do I'm not saying that every movie out right now is bad because there are some pretty decent movies that have dropped recently and no and I don't even think you're saying that the movies with those traits are bad it's just that you don't want to see them it's not that I don't want to see them anymore. I want to see more diversity, but I want to see diversity with a good storyline. Because nowadays, it feels like you can only have one or the other. Either you can get a basic cast of one token black person and then a bunch of white people, but it's a good story. Or you get a movie with everybody. Have people who are different sexualities, races, genders, etc., they're all in that movie, but the movie plot sucks. Unfortunate. Oh, figure. And this is why Asian movies are better. Is <clears throat> that the truth? No. <laughs> it kind of is, though. Like Asia, the reason Squid Game is so popular is because it's actually good. Like there's actual plot and story. That's true. Well, it's it's still flawed, but. I no, it's hard. Nothing is perfect, but it's still better than a lot of the stuff out right now. I can neither confirm nor deny that. I think they made a Batwoman TV series, and that that sucked. It started in 2019. Yeah, they just dropped a, um. have another episode coming on the 17th. Nobody's watching that, bro. Let's be real. Nobody is watching that, because that's the day when um the new Spider-Man show. It's Batwoman. Oh, Bat. Oh, yeah. I kind of on the CW. Yeah. Nobody is watching that. The next episode that drops, it comes out on the day Spider Man comes out. Nobody is like, oh, man, bro. Hold up real quick before we leave. Let me get this new episode of Batwoman. You know what I'm saying? No. Oh, yeah, you're right. Oh, well, the people who see it are the ones that couldn't get tickets for it. Yeah, yeah, they're like they're they're playing it off. Who needs no way home? We we got Batwoman. You didn't get tickets, did you? No. 
Well, speaking of which, we should probably look into tickets because they're sold out everywhere. Yep. I, I really don't think we're going to. We can check, but I, I feel like we'll be seeing it in a couple weeks. Maybe. Unfortunate. I, I don't mind. I want to see it on opening day because I've only seen one movie on opening day, and that was Doctor Strange, and I really enjoyed it. Something about opening day. But uh, I doubt it. I also highly doubt it. Yeah. But, I mean, hey, listen, that was... We got, we got our thoughts out. We kind of went from Nintendo all the way over to diversity and races and movies and what they <laughs> represent. There was, there was, I mean, connective ways there. You know, we got, we got from one end of the road to the other. As we know, we talk about whatever we want on this. No real, I guess, topics. If there's, you know, certain things that you would like us to talk about, we can. Or, you know, hear our thoughts on different subjects. Definitely don't mind, sir. I say definitely we try to kind of keep it tech-based or movie-based or... Entertainment. Kind of like that. Inter- entertainment things, yeah. I definitely think you are more the movie guy than I am. And we're both pretty equally video game and computer and stuff like that. Um, Yeah. So, but either way, I think that's a good place that we can go ahead and have ourselves a good evening. Yeah. It's been nice, everybody. Um, Again, my name is Landon, and uh, you know Jamin. It's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, that's incorrect, but I appreciate the compliment. So we're going to try to make this like a every Friday kind of thing, um, weekly. Maybe, I don't know, we'll see. Maybe bi-weekly. I, we're going to try weekly to start with, but we'll kind of see how how this ride, how this train rides um, as we go on. And then we hope that you enjoyed whatever this was uh, <laughs> and hope you'll come back next week for it. Thank you, everybody. This is Landon and Jamin signing off from the Good Evening Podcast. This will be uploaded to YouTube and other streaming services as we figure that out. Also, <laughs> feel free to join the Discord server. It's called Untitled Podcast. I will be leaving a link in the YouTube video. Uh, please join. We need views. All right. Good night, everybody. I'm desperate. <laughs>